I don't. What's, what are we talking about? <laughs> I'm thrown off now. All right, I'll talk about uh, Metroid. Why did you take Metroid off? Because we were taking things off lists. <laughs> we were taking the thing off the list that we already talked about. Yeah, we talked about Metroid already. Did we? Yeah, we did. Oh my god, what even two is episodes time? ago? What two is episodes time? ago? Can we talk about Walnut Butter Roll? Well, that's not on here. <laughs> that has been on there for months. Let me actually tell you. Oh, you know what? It was on there since before iOS started tracking the dates. <laughs> so it has literally been on there for months. Do you have any ideas? Are we removing that one? God, I love <laughs> the face you make. <laughs> When you're trying to decipher your own cryptic messages, it's like you left a treasure map for yourself and then you, <laughs> clues that only you would know. And then you can't remember what they mean. So you're going back and you're like, shit, where did I hide that $15,000? It's because I don't want to spend time fully detailing it. So I put out the thing that's the most prominent thought in the moment. <laughs> It's clearly not how you should be taking notes. And I'm sick of having this conversation with you, Dubs. Just, are we are we going to prune it from the list? No. No, because what if I remember what it is? Well, the lit, the title of this list is Fully Operational Battle Station as a joke of how long it's been since you remembered what that one means. Like, there's not even a time frame. I think we need to go on, like, an ayahuasca journey together, <laughs> and we will address these topics on our ayahuasca journey, and we will be able to I, decipher and come together on these thoughts. I really think that's, these themes. that's the way to get through this. Would you do an ayahuasca journey with me? Literally to find out what water, walnut butter roll means, or thank you, chemistry lab. That way, I have now said thank you, chemistry lab, on uh, no less than you five be? of these episodes. How mad would you be? We fly to Peru. We find a shaman. The shaman <laughs> the gives us a guided jungle. journey yeah. through the tribe's, like, like, hundred year old recipe for ayahuasca we have a full ayahuasca ceremony we're sitting there draped in traditional clothing i know how we're this is going through this and then I, we take our sips of no, ayahuasca no, no, no. we purge the evil inside of us we vomit and we shit it oh all out that's what you do by the way okay you, you get it all out of your system and then we take another sip and then we lay there and then as we are experiencing ayahuasca and we are on the journey and our minds open and expand and we see the universe for all of its layers and all of its all of its complexities and dimensions of love and acceptance i turn to you and i say the walnut butter roll <laughs> no 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 <laughs> even better we like snap out of it i just look at you and i just start crying and i just go i know what it means now <laughs> through no exchange of words i understand what walnut butter roll means <laughs> just how mad would you be, I'd be if i turned to you and i just said what if you made walnut butter and you put it on a roll. <laughs> That's literally, it has to be what that means, right? <laughs> Which I'm pretty sure is a thing. And I'm pretty sure I've had it. <laughs> and that's, I think, the end of that topic. And I think we can no, cross it off the list no, now. No, no, we have to experience and discover what that topic is. Now is not that time. Do you know what any of the things you wrote down mean? Besides Midnight Gospel, which I still haven't seen, so we can't talk about it yet. 
Um, and for those listening at home who don't have access to our shared note is thank you. Chemistry lab. That one's gone to the universe. No, no. Three skill 10, the number three, the word skill. (laughs) And then the number 10, (laughs) three skill, 10 walnut butter roll proficiency in five to 10 years. I know what three skill 10 is. Okay. I know what three skill 10 is. Let's talk about that. Okay. (laughs) This is exciting. That is our third note up on the list of like with 20 notes. If you could choose three skills, three things. Yeah. Three things. Doesn't have to be skills, but like three, a a, a genie came out and said, I will give you the ability to be a master at only three things in your life. Yeah. You will have this skill with no need to practice, no need to rehearse. Just like... Just you have this unnatural ability to perfectly execute this thing that you it can be base jumping, it could be cooking, it could be baking, it could be speaking foreign languages, it could be playing all instruments on the planet. It can be wow, that counts as one, yes, okay. Well, that one you could, you could, you know, and you could be you're the perfect, you're the best voice actor on the planet, like you could do anything, any three skills. What would they be? What's where does 10 come from? Uh, on a scale of one to ten, what? It was a way for me to say master skills. Oh, threes. Okay, so three things that you're a ten out of ten. Yes. Okay. <laughs> God, why did you write it like that? Because see how fast it was. Look how short it is. For one number out of three. Four. Number three. You are batting twenty-five <laughs> skills. <laughs> the number ten. Look how short that is. Okay. Number it's so one. short. So all instruments count. I don't think that should count. It. Okay. You can interpret this how you want. I would say keyboard. I don't want to be greedy and take all instruments. Obviously, if that's an option, I'm starting with that Because you want the one. ability to walk up and just grab any instrument and be the best player of all time at that <laughs> instrument? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> oh, check out this sitar solo that I just <laughs> thought of. <laughs> oh, is that a theremin? <laughs> <laughs> Let me play Beethoven's fifth yeah, exactly. on this theremin real quick. The theremin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That, that, but that's um, what I'm saying. Like, yeah, you get to bring people to tears with my kazoo. <laughs> uh, yeah, instruments. If you're really giving me that one, yeah, instruments. If you want to master all instruments, if that's what you want, that can't count as one. Then you don't have to choose it. Like I'm, that. I'll be humble and take keyboard. Okay, keyboard encompassing like okay. organ, piano, thing, a thing with 88 white and black keys um that make music <laughs> okay um i'm also i am gonna be a little greedy and i'm gonna throw like the drum loops option <laughs> on an on electric keyboard okay you, know, you could like set it to drums i want to i'm since okay, that's so on there you know okay yeah i can make sick beats with okay. the yeah okay so you can um, play drums perfectly on, yeah so like, i'll take that one okay uh i want to take a language but i don't know which one would be the most useful i'm like so I speak sign language, but I I, w- I definitely wouldn't say I'm fluent. I'm like fluent enough to carry a conversation with like a deaf person in America. Like I can meet a deaf stranger. Hey, so like we could yeah, and we could have a uh, we could have a, a conversation uh, fairly easily. But I'm not fluent. I think I would take fluency. Like so, so ten you, out of ten. So if you were put on stage and it was like translate this oh, concert, yeah. I could be a translator for Eminem doing rap god. Right now you yeah. could. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Huh? Right now you can do that. Oh, absolutely not. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I could not I could not <laughs> translate like 
<laughs> no, 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 no. I couldn't <laughs> translate anything. I could not be paid to translate. Let's put it that way. Okay. I could carry a conversation, but it would be highway robbery if anybody were to pay me for my <laughs> sign language skills. Okay, fair enough. Um, but that would be one that I would take. 10 out of 10 sign language, 10 out of 10 on the keyboard. And then we're going to go 10 out of 10. Oh, gosh. I need to think. Can you go? Do you have any? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. Hit me. Um, obviously. Hockey. Hockey. Yeah. <laughs> Just <laughs> the best skater, the best shooter, the best dangler, the best passer, exactly, the best exactly. vision, like all of it. Just, yeah. Just, I just walk into a, a PTO and just be like, hi, I have zero playing experience professionally, but I'm going to make your team. <laughs> and they're just like, uh, excuse me. It's like, I'm here for the PTO and I fucking <laughs> blow them away. And they're just like, how are you this good? And it's like, just got a gift. Yeah. And then you get your own Mark Wahlberg movie. <laughs> and then it's, and then it gets signed. And then it's just, I'm going to carry this team to a Stanley cup. It's <laughs> just like, um, no, that's what you say at the tryouts. Excuse me. You're uh, a 30, 30, like you're in your thirties, never playing professional before. How are you going to do this? Watch me. I'm going to, I'm going to go score three goals right now. Just bang, bang, bang. I'll just go three goals, come back, and I'll just sit on the bench and be like, do you need more goals? Let me know. <laughs> how do you want me to right. play? How do, yeah. you want, how do you want me to win the game for you tonight? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. which which uh, which part of the net do you want me to be scoring on? <laughs> just basically an Five NHL. Only? Okay, got an, it. A, 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 like a shell player on 100 on every single stat. Exactly. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. That's what it would look like. Sweet. So I would want that. So that's number one. That would be amazing. Any instruments? Uh, guitar. Okay. You know, um, drums would be cool because uh, I forgot about drums. Drums would be so sick. Can that just be my third one? Drums <laughs> I'm going to so take sick. keyboard, sign language, and drums. To be honest, though, I would almost rather it be singing. Okay. Than guitar. Because um, then you could sing so well that it sounds like a guitar. Uh, I guess more so because, I don't know, I feel like... I feel like singing is harder to master than guitar. Mm. You know, anything that can tr- that involves controlling your body, whether it's an athletic thing like a sport, whether it's something just like coordination, like uh, yoga, mm. or something like martial arts mm. or dancing, yep. any type of coordination with your own body is always such a journey. And I'm not going to go down the rabbit hole again of like martial arts. But the very act of having to have your body do something and you commanding your body to do it and then it doesn't do it is incredibly frustrating. Mm-hmm. So I, singing is all that. It's controlling your own body. It's understanding yeah. how to control certain parts of, of your body that you never need to actively control. Yeah. So I almost would rather prefer to be a better, to be like a perfect singer than a perfect guitar player. Um, not that because I think being a, a great guitar player is easy. It's not. Yeah. But I just think... I don't know. I feel like it'd be more unique. Yeah, I mean, yeah, being I guess. A, being a vocalist because I feel like singing, uh, singing. I feel like playing guitar. Um, I don't know how I would have my own voice. Well, like, there's so many different ten out of ten quote unquote voices. Yeah, that was the Jimi Hendrix, the Jimi. John Mayer, the yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I just I I would probably say probably say singing. Well, what if you, you, and I think in this fantasy world that you've created, you could be a 10 out of 10 guitar player with your own unique voice. Because that's what you want, right? You don't want, well, 
No, maybe not. I could, but here's the thing. I don't even know what that would sound like. Ooh, yeah. What that's is your voice? I don't know. I don't really have a voice. Maybe that's what it is. It's those people. There are people who don't know what their voice would be, and they might never find it. But then, like, Jimi Hendrix, he knew what he wanted to play on a guitar. Or maybe yes. he just stumbled across it. He was, like, playing around with it, left-handed, just flipped the guitar upside down. He made some really cool sound. And he's like, ooh, I like that. And then he I, just kept playing yeah, like that, and that I became mean, his voice. I feel like a part of, of, of guitarists is they... And, I, again, I, it's so cheesy and cliche and all the fucking like headline ways to explain it but i feel as if with guitarists especially the big name guitarists they know their voice because they know what they want the guitar to do Mm -hmm. and that sounds stupid because if you know your scales and you have any type of technique with your right hand and your left hand you're going to be able to make it sound the way you want you know what i mean Like, like but i've said this before I could play a C chord yep. and then you could hear somebody else play a C chord and there's going to be a difference. Oh yeah. And it's so weird how that works. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's so, and then you get down to the wood that's used in the guitar, oh, the string yeah. gauge, the yep. pickup style, the amp, the like, Oh, they're using Celestian greenbacks. They're getting that crunch, that mm. mid range punch. It's like, Oh shit. Like, I saw, you know, so I saw, that's funny. You say that I saw a really interesting video on YouTube recently that I'm going to try and look up just so I could give people the name. Um, it's about like the most famous bass at like ever, um, bassist or bass bass guitar. Uh, the, the most recorded bass in music history. Is it? Wait, uh, wait, wait, can I guess? Uh, you're not going to guess, Okay, but you, can <laughs> if you want if it's not a fender p base then i would assume rickenbacker maybe it is it's a completely custom base as long as it, it's a fen fender precision that's p right oh then yeah okay. that's what it is um and it's uh this guy with the big beard i don't know if you recognize him he's just like a bassist who's hired on a ton of people from like the 60s 70s 80s um he was on like uh, I, the one I could think of is James Taylor, which <laughs> makes it sound super lame, but he has been James Taylor's bassist through all of James Taylor's history. So he's basically just like a, a studio bassist or like a session bassist or something. And it's always that guitar is like the guitar that you hear on everything. Cause it's like just um, like fluid enough to make like enough different sounds of what he wants it to be. But it's also, it's just like a straight down the middle, like just vanilla bass, but with like some cool little tweaks. Uh, and he, he's just played on, it's something like 2,400 records is that he played that bass on. So he's a session guy. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, and then like throughout the years, he's had it signed by everybody. So like it's signed by like Eric Clapton and BB oh, King cool. and stuff like that. That's so cool. Cause you just go around and he's like, Hey, yeah. you know, I have this bass and like everybody knows him. Cause they're like, Oh yeah, I've recorded four albums with you in the past when yeah. you were like featuring on this guy's album or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really interesting. And he like. The video is like about the history of the bass. It's like, well, it was just like a precision bass, but then I wanted to get a new neck and I blah, blah, blah. And then we were looking at the frets and I was trying to get like custom frets for it of something that I would like. And I really like these really thin ones. And the guy was like, no, those are mandolin frets. Those will just wear down super quick. But he played them. And he's like, oh man, I really like that sound though. Let me try those. And then they do wear down. So I have to replace them like every three years or so. Uh, and then like the type of wood that he used and like how it's like scratching and it slowly changes sound like year over year because like the oils from his hand and things like that it's crazy 
um, it's, it was super cool. So, uh, if anybody wants to go check that out, it is the most recorded bass in music history. It's a fun little like 12 minute video. That's cool. Um, but bass would also be really cool too. Do I, can I only pick three things? Only three. Can I, can I go back on that rule I made about you can't include all <laughs> <laughs> instruments <laughs> in this world? If, if you want to no longer be humble, sure. You can do that. Oh shit. You can do that. Let me, let me swap out. Yeah, no, let me swap out keyboard for bass because i think keyboard would be uh a lot more like handy and a lot more uh mm-hmm. like useful but bass i think i'd just be a think happy. keyboard what no 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 keyboard would be more handy oh yes. Useful. yes yeah yeah yes that's like the most versatile instrument music theory is based off of keys yeah exactly yeah. um but i think i i think i'd just be happier i think a bass would be a better fit for me bass and drums yeah and then i could i could i could just go with that Okay. Cool. I'm okay. pleased. I'm pleased with that. So my final skill is always a toss up. Yeah. Between, and I think I always lean towards language, but I could speak every language on the planet fluently. Okay. I could like speak, read, all that, yeah. write fluently. Um, because I don't speak another language. Yeah. And it's so hard for me because it it doesn't make sense to how I think mm-hmm. when I try to learn language. So I think that'd be really cool. But then I always think of. But what if I was also the best chef on the planet? Oh, <laughs> cooking. That's another good one. Damn of it. all time. Like just, <laughs> but how amazing would that be? Just, are you, are you I could com- just bust out Michelin star restaurants if I wanted to. I was that good. <laughs> like I'm that good. Like, yeah. cause you're the best of all time. It's, it's a, it's a perfect skill. God. I could cook. I'll do, I'll do events where I cook a 12 course meal, three Michelin star restaurants, eyes closed. As a performance. How do you get multiple Michelin stars? I'll be that good. How do you get multiple Michelin stars? Because it's just a... You win it each year. Oh, okay. So it's like a maintained Oh, is it one restaurant gets a Michelin star every year? Yeah. Oh, Oh, no, no. It's not just one restaurant. Oh. Like the Michelin award goes out. Yeah. I think it's only a certain amount, though. But yeah. you have to win it con- like consecutively. You have to like maintain your status. You don't oh. like become a Michelin star restaurant and then that's stamped forever. It's like nope. You get vet- you have to be vetted for that every year now. Oh. So every year you have to still you still have to exceed to become to stay a Michelin star restaurant. That's interesting. Yeah, the whole Michelin star thing. Uh, a lot of people might think, huh, that's the same name as the tire company. It literally is. is. It is. It is the yeah. same company. It's, it's same. one of those just weird things that like happened it's like a glitch in the matrix that that company was also like hey let's give out the most prestigious awards to restaurants yeah and i'm sure it took a while to catch on um but it literally came from like hey let's how can we make people wear out their tires faster let's make them drive really far to go to restaurants yeah um Um, yeah that, that makes sense but i mean i always say language but then i think i think about because i'm i'm not a good cook I'm a passable cook mm. or yeah, I'm, yeah. Passable cook. And then think about, but what if I was the greatest chef of all time? Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> just, and I think of, I think of some of the top shelves, shelves, top chefs of our generation. Yeah. And I just think, or like in our time. And I just think, what if I just made them look like wine cooks and I just fucking blew them out the fucking water? Yeah. Cause I had so much skill. Wow. That'd be insane. Right. Like that's insane. Now that's insane. Are you coming at these from a point of view of like just skills that you want to have for you? Like, are you going to become the best chef in the world and then just make banging dinners for your girlfriend? 
or like I for your family just blow her mind every single day just <laughs> exactly i prepped your lunch for you and <laughs> she cries at lunch because it's so delicious exactly, exactly. <laughs> or are you gonna what? like spit out michelin star restaurants and like I, I, are you I, gonna I, use these skills to your profit the goal isn't for either the goal is i have the option to do what i want okay i just i have like i don't have to go ruin the nhl yeah but i could go ruin the nhl it's just Hey, I'm I'm in my 30s. I've played no high level hockey on paper. I'm gonna go to a PTO and I'm gonna take that team to the Stanley Cup and win. Yeah. And I'm gonna create a dynasty. You're gonna go. Handle. You're gonna go play for the Habs. You're gonna take them to the Stanley Cup. People are gonna weep <laughs> in the crowd. And then you're gonna host this after game dinner. And you're gonna cook for like the executives and the players <laughs> and things like that. And they're just gonna be so like overjoyed at this win that they haven't had in years or whatever. I don't know how long it's been. But and then they're just gonna hear you in the kitchen singing your heart out, <laughs> and the tears continue <laughs> to flow. And then they're treated with this like. Like perfect what are you cooking them what's what's this the the habs win the cup um oh to celebrate celebratory meal oh i, I would do steak steak oh, 100%. perfect like wagyu <laughs> filet or something Dry, like that aged yeah exactly and like just the smell of it as you walk over and you're singing andrea pacelli <laughs> And you play better than Andre Pacelli. Oh yeah, you hand a plate to Andrea Pacelli, and he's looking at you crying. He's not even a hockey fan. Um, and then Gordon Ramsay takes a bite and just flips the plate over, and then realizes what a mistake that was, and goes to lap it up off the ground. That's a reality I want to have an option to have. You want to have the option to have. Yes, that. but I don't have to do that. I yeah. can also just make meals uh that my girlfriend will cry over yeah every day see that sounds great or imagine if you had that level of ability and it was just hey everybody i'm hosting thanksgiving this year (gasps) it's just no we can't tradition let's try just this year yeah and you tell me if i do an okay job yeah and you proceed to give the greatest thanksgiving meal that's ever been had by anybody on the planet yeah and people it's just I like how everything is just modified by how many tears are had. Um, (laughs) People are sobbing over their plates. I mean, if you're the best in the world at something. (laughs) Ever. Being. Ever. The best in the world. Of all time. Of all time. (laughs) You're the best of all time. Being. Being served that like privilege being able to watch that person play hockey or being able to hear their song or being able to to taste the steak that they make is will would bring people people to tears i'm not saying like everybody but like that's incredible yes you could do- you could take over the world with these skills if you wanted to you know what's also interesting you said the of all time thing and it, it like immediately got me thinking like th- the greatest hockey player of all time is not current, right? It's probably Wayne Gretzky. How are you defining the greatest hockey player of all time? I mean, you would know better than I would. But Well, no, I'm asking you by that statement. I don't know. Because you're asking me, does that include a current? Like, do I think Connor McDavid right now will skate circles around Wayne Gretzky in his prime? 100%. Really? Yes, 100%. So you think Connor McDavid is Connor McDavid than Wayne skates Gretzky? at 25 miles per hour. Yes, 100%. Okay, so he's the fastest, right? <laughs> he, he's, he is the probably the most physically skilled player that's ever played the game. Okay. Gretzky even says it. He Does goes, absolutely. That guy's incredible. 
the diff, there's a so when you, it's harder with sports because the equipment's different, the physical development's different, yeah. the the game knowledge is acquired differently. So different ages, a- different styles of skating. Like McDavid skates at a very different like McDavid. So for example, McDavid dominates with forward crossovers. Sure. Which is a, a way of, of of like moving of, of skating, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crossovers traditionally were only used in turning. It's how you turn with speed. Mm. He uses it going forward. Interesting. So he takes ankle. So he's doing this up the ice, he's wiggling. So he's going left. So you go left. And then he goes right, and you go. Oh shit! You go right. And then he goes left, and you go back. And by the time you're like trying to figure out what he's doing. He's either breaking your ankles because you can't keep up with what he's doing or he's past you because That's he's gained so much speed putting all of his weight on the right side, all of his weight on the left side, all of his weight on the right side. And that's why when you see him do this, it looks like he's just like running past people. Yeah. So, Gretzky could never do that. However, will he ever break Gretzky's records? I don't know. Does that make Gretzky the greatest of all time? That's like, why I was asking you how are you quantifying the greatest player of all time, stat-wise or performance-wise? Well, I I have a point that I still want to make, but okay, for this okay. for this point, I want to hand the 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 ballot over to you. You get to choose who is the greatest hockey player of all time by your standards. Three, two, one, go. Gretzky. Okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. The greatest chef of all time. Is almost certainly alive. If you had to make the, if you had to make a list of the top ten greatest hockey players of all time, they're from all over, right? But the top ten greatest chefs of all time are probably all active, because I feel like with cooking, it's like an accumul accumulative skill. Like yeah, with someone time, from a yeah. hundred years ago cannot be as good as someone <clears throat> today because we've no. learned more. Yes, and there's more techniques, yes. and the it's gotten better and better. Like the In whole new art of cooking, exactly. In new, new ingredients. ingredients that literally didn't yeah. exist before. Yes. So yeah, I think that that's something that's I think different with like cooking than a lot of other things. Like, and I was thinking music. We started talking about hockey, but I was thinking like that versus music. You, if you had to list the top 10 musicians of all time or the top 10 singers of all time. That's all over. It's all over because all like over. M- singing doesn't keep getting better. Sure, there's like a few things here and there that like people I mean, have. It can't. It, like techniques from around the world. Like there's probably like throat singing from Mongolia that uh, like <laughs> some some famous opera singer from 200 years ago had never heard of. I, I think with singing, it's more a matter of... It's the quality of the recording. Do you know what I'm saying? Okay. Like you can listen to Aretha Franklin from back in the day. Sure. And then you listen to Adele single. Okay. Right? Like they're both really good singers. Yeah. Right? But Adele's going to sound huge. Fucking massive. In because of like the studio. Because of production. Yeah. Because she's well, she's singing through like a, a, a $5,000 microphone. Yeah, sure. like, and you're listening to it like 256K. Yeah, ex- exactly. On, there on we go. Exactly. That's Spotify, what I'm saying. High quality stream. Not hearing the crackle and pops of the record. You know, well, it's, it's a little pluck different. Pluck Aretha out of time and put her in the studio next to Adele. She's going to blow her out of the water. Well, that, that's my point. We don't know how people from back then would sound if they had the same recording quality of stuff from today. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It, it's kind of similar. But. I think you could definitively say that, like, pluck any chef, famous chef from history out of time and put him against Wolfgang Puck and Gordon Ramsay. 
Ramsey and Puck are going to blow them out of the water because they probably yeah. it's like, hey, I know everything that you knew. And then we had 100 years to make it better. And I know 15,000 other things that you didn't yes. know. Oh, yeah. The knowledge gap is huge. Yeah, exactly. The knowledge so that's, gap. That's huge. something that's really interesting about that skill. Yes. Of like, would you be the greatest cook of all time forever? Because <laughs> like, yeah, Ooh, that's interesting. That's a good point. Yes. <laughs> I mean, yeah, sure. You have the ability to say that. This is your yes. rule. Yes, there will never be anybody as good as me. Yes. Wow. So humble. <laughs> yeah. Do you think there's anything that you are the greatest in the world at? No. <laughs> like, no. Absolutely not. I don't know. You mean right now in real life? Yeah, I mean, like, there's, there's there could be something really, really, really specific. Like making a certain person laugh. You are the greatest in the world at making that person laugh. No. That's probably true. Mm. you're the you're the great i'm the greatest in the world at strategically using waluigi's horn and mario kart to piss off my friends to give me the advantage i'm the greatest in the world at that <laughs> i no there's got to be something i think by like, i don't think there is the rule- you, have to, you have to realize just by like math Right, just by mathematics. Oh, let's let's have the math talk. You're talking how many people? So are many on the people in the planet. Yeah, that someone's got to be better. But here's the thing: there's so many things that you do that are, it's way harder to think about all the things that you do. Besides, I don't all the do anything unique that people don't do. <laughs> I go to work. I wash my cars. Okay. Um, I work out. No, I'm saying you I, hang hockey jerseys from your windowsill. You put stickers on your guitar case. I'm talking about nitty gritty stuff like this. Yeah. Do you know how many people do those things? <laughs> but there's That's so many point. more of those things. You are the best at uh, <laughs> taping <laughs> taping a foam bumpy egg carton mattress to a hunk of drywall for sound insulation. How many people have done that thing, huh? Probably a lot. Probably, probably thousands. A lot. Probably how thousands. many people have done it better than you? Also probably, probably a lot. A lot. Probably but the point hundreds. I'm trying to make is there's so many things. And I'm know. not the no, I'm 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 a zero across the <laughs> I I think there's something in the world that we do you ever do you ever say something and do you think I don't think anybody said that order of words in that order or that those words in that order like a brand new sentence there's a subreddit called brand new sentence of things that have probably never said been said by another human before do you ever think that no god you're so boring (laughs) I I, I'm average We're all average. I, Why gonna, do you think we're having the discussion of being good at something? <laughs> that's true. That's true. Because uh, we're average. I'm looking up brand new sentence. Uh, you didn't finish with the third skill. Yeah, I did. What was your third skill? Bass drumming and sign language. <laughs> Bass drumming and sign language. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Anyway, that was fun. I want to talk about. Good. I want to talk about Metroid. <sighs> We've talked about Metroid. Okay, never mind. I want to talk about the Uncharted movie trailer uh, from last week now because I wrote this down last week. I saw that, but it's still on my mind. I saw that <laughs> because it looks so mediocre and exactly what I didn't want. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Like that is the best way to summarize a trailer review. Yeah, I think we're done. It is no, no, no. You don't. No, we don't. I mean, we can be, but it is not what I wanted. Just, it's just <laughs> exactly not what I wanted. But I, that's not the way I wanted you to do it. 
No. Uh, Sony Sony came to me a couple years ago, and they're like, hey, Chris Robinson. What makes you happy? Uh, you love the Uncharted games. Yes. Uh, you have on many occasions called Uncharted 2 the greatest game you've ever played. We are we're going to make a movie. Yes. We're going to make an Uncharted movie. We have to. Are you okay with that? And I said... Video game movies are historically, famously always bad without fail. I'm pretty sure. There may have been a decent video game movie here and there, but probably not. Um, are you sh- are you sure you think you can do it? You could be the first ones to make a good video game movie. And they're like, well, we're coming to you for advice. What do you want us to do? What do you not want us to do? I was like, well, great. I'll start with what I don't want you to do. I don't want you to cast whoever the fuck you want because you think it'll get a lot of people to go see the movie. Whoever's hot right now. Like, for example, Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't want you to just, like, copy the stories of the games and just do exactly what we did in the games because I think what was cool about them being in the games is that we were controlling Nathan Drake while he was doing those crazy things in the games. And it won't be quite as special just watching them. Um, and, and it will just be boring. Like we already know those stories. So don't do that also. Um, don't do like one of those generic movie trailers with just like a famous song that everybody knows, but re-edited to sound like an, an orchestral, uh, like remember when the one wonder woman 1984 song used, uh, new orders blue Monday and, but they made it all like orchestral and epic. Don't do that. That's overplayed. Don't do that. And they're like, okay, they're writing all these down. Uh, and, uh, as anything else, Chris, and it's like, yeah, don't, uh, like just, just, just don't, just don't just stop. Just don't make the movie. And they're like, okay, got it. We'll write it down. And then at the top of it, they write, uh, Chris's oh shit were these his good ideas or his bad ideas is were these his do's or his don't I think it was his do's let's definitely do all of these yeah okay cool and send it to the studio all right go let's get started they got it and then oh Chris we're, we're really excited to show you here's the trailer and it's like oh gosh guys I don't know if I really want to watch this I haven't I haven't been seeing really good things about this. You cast Tom Holland as Nathan Drake. And I was thinking, "Mm, he could actually work really well as like a young Nathan Drake when he like first meets. So that would be a really cool flashback. Like imagine if they got Tom Holland just for a flashback for like 15 minutes of the movie or whatever. That'd be perfect. That would be cool. Oh, you casted Mark Wahlberg as Sully? That's that's a wild card. I'm not so sure about that. Uh, I I would say that Nathan Drake is probably older than Mark Wahlberg. So that's weird that you cast him as the old guy. Uh, yeah. And then here's some set photos. Oh, man. Yeah, no, you're just going full in on Tom Holland being Nathan Drake, the 40-year-old pirate hunter. <laughs> they, the trailer reeks of... What's gonna? Who's hot right now? It's numbers. The trailer is let's make on paper the most successful movie of all time. Who's hot right now? Who's gonna sell these tickets? Spider Man. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, what if we made Uncharted but we had Spider Man do it? (laughs) He's so cool. That's (laughs) exactly. The kids love Spider-Man. Yeah. That's exactly how that went down. And that's what pisses me off. Yeah. They needed Nathan Fillion. 
Yeah, no, exa- that's exactly he who it should have been. is made for this. They literally made a short movie. They made an Uncharted short movie. Did you see that? Yes, like and it was 15? fantastic. It was so good. It was perfect. That would, that should have been the Ryan Reynolds Deadpool moment. Yes. For Nathan Fillion in Uncharted. It was that. I think that's what their goal was of like, hey, Sony, we hear there's rumors of you about yeah. to make this very big mistake. And I'm giving you a, a way to make it not bad. They're like, yeah, but you're not Spider-Man. You never played a Spider-Man before. <laughs> It's like, <laughs> right, you're a TV guy. Yeah, but he can do this role. Yeah, exactly. He, he, was, he was I think, is I made like, for this role. In the Uncharted 1, Uncharted 2 days, people are like, if they ever made an Uncharted movie, well, who would play Nathan Drake? And everyone's like, Nathan Fillion, end of conversation. Next. <laughs> Next on. question, please. Move on. <sighs> well, who would play Victor Sullivan? J.K. Simmons. Come on, yeah. we got this. Like, go. <laughs> keep moving, keep moving. <laughs> These are obvious answers. Yeah, gosh. And I don't know how the casting literally because you know Fillion had to show up in the casting conversation <laughs> yeah and then they just went no yeah, he's, he's not hot he's, li- he's literally perfect but like but but Spider-Man <laughs> but, but my kid really likes Spider-Man I think I think I could get ten dollars from my child if we if we make Spider-Man the Nathan Drake man it's just and then it just looks so generic it's like have you ever seen a Hollywood movie? <laughs> well, this summer, get ready for another Hollywood movie with explosions and set pieces and quip, quick, quippy remarks. And it was funny too. I w- when I saw how generic it was being, I was waiting for the shirtless scene. Oh yeah, and then there was like this half ripped open, like w- like wet white t-shirt yeah perfectly like no dirt marks or anything because you know nathan drake doesn't get dirty just this perfect white half open tight t-shirt mm. just soaked mm-hmm. to spider-man's abs yeah and i was just thinking well there was <laughs> so i remember being very excited for the ps3 was when i was in high school and oh, yeah uncharted was uh, either a launch title or a shortly after launch title i think it was I think it was a launch. It was like launch window I think at it was least. A launch. Yeah. Because the and trailers were the big selling point. Exactly. Like, the cool trailers were the selling point. And Exclusively they were like, on PlayStation. Guys, look at what we figured out. And they specifically showed what everybody was hyping out about was he's walking through the jungle and he like crosses a river and he like goes up to his knees. And the water on his pants his pants were still wet up to his knees yes and then slowly throughout the rest of the trailer it like slowly dries Dries down yeah we're like whoa they figured out how to get certain parts of his pants wet that's incredible they did the same thing in the movie trailer like there's a specific shot where he's like holding a torch or something and he walks through a thing and they they, like zoom in on his wet jeans and it's like i don't think you got why that was cool (laughs) in the original trailer we know you've been able to do that in movies since movies were invented because that's how real pants get wet <laughs> yes but it's cool that they figured it out in a video game and then like the the part where he's like hanging out the back of the cargo plane it's like yeah no that's cool because like that was me hanging out the back yeah. of the cargo plane yes and i was trying to climb back up i don't really like i've he's spider-man i know he can get back up in there like that's not exciting uh I, but what about the move the the trailer for the music? <laughs> let's do Led Zeppelin. But Chris, let's g- get this. We're gonna we're gonna make it all orchestral. <laughs> <laughs> it's. Uh, I don't care if this movie flops. Oh, it's got. It, uh, 
I think it's, it's going a, to. It's a toss-up of whether or not it's going to flop. Do you remember a while ago when I told you that when I see a movie trailer, I'm going to be able to guess its Rotten yes. Tomatoes score? Yes. 62. It's going to be a 62. I'm so excited for it to be a 62. I am going to scream when I see it on Rotten Because Tomatoes. I want to know how big the loss has to be for them to realize we should have cast a Nathan Fillion. Uncharted movie will be a 62 <laughs> on RT. Oh, I'm so excited. Because I, I can't wait for the, the reboot when they cast Nathan Fillion. Mm. But by then it might be too late. Because he's going to be older. He's going to be too old. Yeah. Interesting. Like I don't know how old Fillion is, but he not- he is a little too old. I did see some people in the some uh, like comment thread saying like uh, Nathan Drake and Uncharted Four, the one where he's like older Nathan Drake, like he's been retired for ten years and has a like teenage daughter. Uh, he was supposed to be in his like mid forties. Nathan Fillion is in his mid fifties, so yeah. he is too old. Uh, also, there's nothing a little Hollywood can fix. Oh, exactly. Get him a, get him a, get him on the rocks diet. Get him in the gym. <laughs> yeah, exactly. cuts off all the body weight. Give him some tea. You know what I mean? Pump <laughs> him up him with some tea. tea. Oh, testosterone. testosterone. Okay, I'm not sorry. Like yes, I meant to say some nice Arizona green tea. <laughs> it's like our shirt. Yeah, I guess <laughs> <laughs> that might help. <laughs> No, I meant like pump him full of like, extra testosterone. Yeah, exactly. And and give him some good skincare, some strong exfoliation. Yeah, some some real organic natural moisturizers. Yeah, get that skin looking nice and ni- nice and new, and um, get him in there. Yeah, put on some makeup. I think I think if you do those things, you could pull shit off. Yeah, there's also there's a line in the trailer. Where Tom Holland as Nathan Drake says, like, are you one of Victor's friends or are you one of Sully's friends to a lady? And the lady says, no, he doesn't have any friends. I should know. I'm one of them. And that that's when I knew I didn't want to see the movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, I legitimately, it's it looks it it's it's my, one of my favorite video game series of all time. And it the trailer was enough for me to not even want to see it out of curiosity. <laughs> it's like, nope, I am I am solidly set that I am not gonna enjoy that movie the way they want me to. It's gonna be sad. It's not gonna be so bad that it's worth watching. It's not gonna be like uh, the original Justice League or something like that, uh, oh. or like Suicide Squad or something. It's like, oh, you gotta check out how much of a dumpster fire this. Yeah, movie is. yeah, yeah. How it's bad not gonna be that is. bad. It's gonna be just fine. Ugh. I think it's going to be just fine at best. Yeah. I think <laughs> someone in the trailer said, I am absolutely shocked that Dwayne The Rock Johnson is not in this movie because it just looks so generic Hollywood. And he is just Hollywood man these days. Yeah. 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 Ugh. Anyway. Uh, I should have asked what you did this. You- huh? Okay, go ahead. I should have asked you this before we started recording. Did you watch Dune yet on HBO? No, did you? I did. Uh, so just tell me, it, tell me if I should watch it or not. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, do you have any interest in going to the movie theaters? I wish I saw it in IMAX is all I'll say now. Really? But, yeah. But you'll still enjoy it. Definitely. Definitely. With the sound bar turned on and with like the surround sound pumping. that we yeah. have. Yeah. Like it, movie night, popcorn, loud, loud speakers. Um, but I wish I saw it on an enormous screen where I had to like turn my head to look around. Uh, and I wish I saw it with like just full volume. 
because there were some very cool sounding things that I was like, oh man, I wish that shook my eardrums. But I mean, I think our I think our, our bar is was it five point one or seven point one? Yeah, I think you have a five point one. So definitely, yeah. And with subwoofer up. Like, I mean, it is yeah. like as you know from closing doors in Animal Crossing. <laughs> it's a, we walked in from working out one time and I heard. <laughs> I was like, "What the hell was that?" Oh, she's playing Animal Crossing. <laughs> she just went inside her house. Yeah, cute little cottage. <laughs> <laughs> Those doors are big. Yeah, definitely, definitely turn on your sound system when you watch Dune. But we'll talk about it uh, another episode. Okay. I was gonna say you you keep bringing it up, and I, I I we did talk about it just three episodes ago. But what do you want to say about Metroid? I I think we talked about it the fact that Dread was coming out, and I wanted to play through the old ones because I've never played them. And mm-hmm. I think I I remember saying the quote mm-hmm. of like it's the game series I know that I've never played, and if I play it, it will be one of my favorite game series. It's just I've never given it the time of day to play it. Have you been playing it? I have played one and a half of them now. Okay. I So I'm playing it in, in chronological order, and I'm just going to play the Metroid games, not Metroid Prime or any of the other spinoffs, um, but just like the 2D Metroid games. So you got Metroid, Metroid 2, Super Metroid, Metroid Fusion, and now Metroid Dread on the Switch. So Metroid, Nintendo, Metroid 2, Game Boy, like black and white Game Boy, Super Metroid, Super Nintendo, Metroid Fusion, Game Boy Advance. So it's kind of all over the place. Yeah. Uh, And then Metroid Fusion Switch. Then (laughs) they remade the original Metroid to be Metroid Zero Mission for the Game Boy Advance, uh, which is the original game completely redone from the ground up. Like same map, same story, same Mm -hmm. power-ups, same whatever, same bosses. But they like edited a bunch of things to make it like a little bit easier to know where you have to go because the original metroid is a lot like the original zelda where it's like here's the game stupid little shit have good luck yeah (laughs) Yeah. go figure it out talk to your friends at school to figure out which random wall you have to shoot they got rid of a lot of that stuff it's a lot more clear where you have to go a lot of people said it kind of overcorrected in the fact that you know exactly where to go which just walked right through it all yeah, yeah there were there were a few instances where i did get a little bit lost but after exploring enough you're like oh yeah there's that door that i couldn't open before that now i know i can't open because i have this new power up i just forgot that door was way over back near the beginning of the game okay um okay so I played that, loved it. Oh, and they also added a huge epilogue that like adds an extra 50% to the game. So you like beat the game, but then there's a whole epilogue that I had a lot of fun with. Okay. Um, so that was incredible and I loved it. And you know the whole, have you ever played a Metroidvania game or do you know the gist of them? I do. So it's like a big, big map that you barely have access to because you don't have any power ups. You get a power up that lets you open a certain type of door and then it opens a few more rooms and the map gets a little bigger. And then you get a power up that lets you jump higher. So now you could reach those ledges that yep. you've been seeing all over. So you could get you up there go and back. See what's up there. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. there's a lot of backtracking and remembering like, hmm, there's a there's a bombable wall there that I can't bomb. So I know I'm eventually going to get a power up that lets me bomb that thing. And then two hours of gameplay later you get a thing called the super bomb and you're like let me go back to that wall and that feeling of like oh yes i got the super bomb there's like 10 doors i'm like overwhelmed with all the options that i have now is mm, so good it is so good um so it's exactly how i thought it would be it's like i know i love this style of game and i'm really excited to play like the mother of those games <laughs> like literally the game that gave it its namesake that genre the metroidvania the other one being castlevania um yeah and then i started metroid 2 which game boy ugly 
basically the same gameplay as Nintendo, but black and white. Black and small. And small. Yeah. Um, but they remade it for the 3DS, uh, which I think the original game is called like Metroid 2 Return of Samus or something like that. And then the 3DS remake is uh, Metroid Samus Returns. Um, so it's, it's a similar thing that they did with Zero Mission. of They just remade the game from the ground up, but they added a lot because obviously now it's in like... 3d graphics uh and like it's it's all like 3d animated and things like that so i'm i i'm not halfway through that but i've started that and it's it's a lot of fun i'm hoping that i don't burn myself out on playing nothing but metroid games and then i get to dread and i'm like eh. <laughs> like because people are like freaking out about it now because the last metroid game not metroid prime came out 15 years ago long, yeah long, long time <laughs> so ago. it's been a long time and now they finally get another one and everybody's saying it's like pristine it's like incredible um so i'm excited to get there but i th- i think i want to slow down a little bit to not like comp- well you know how like i don't know if you ever get this feeling of when you find a new song and you're like this song scratches oh. that new itch perfectly and yes. you're like obsessed with it and you listen to it to death and then you just fall off of it. Yeah. And then you'll revisit it a couple months later and you're like, oh, yeah, I remember when I was obsessed with this song. That was That's good. why I don't listen to Portals. <laughs> You've still only seen Endgame once, right? Yes. That is insane to me. When's the time? That experience. You just detailed. You just you just explained it. Did you? It's been like two years. But you just explained it. Like this, like this, You don't think two years is enough? I rewatch Lord of the Rings multiple times a year and it still hits just as hard. That experience of seeing that movie was a very good experience. Yeah. And watching it again won't ruin it. No, but it's the same thing with, with some of the Star Wars stuff mm. where I haven't seen... I've rewatched Force Awakens a few times, mm-hmm. but... Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker. I've I've watched I've watched the Last Jedi. I think twice. Okay, ever, ever. Wow. And then Rise of Skywalker, I saw in theaters, and that was it. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um. I don't know. It's just like there 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 are these nuggets of great times. Yeah. And we don't have those as we get older. They're like crystallized experiences. Yes. Yeah. 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 And if if I if I override that. Yeah. Or I clutter it with another experience mm. like that. It won't match up. Yeah. And it it, it dulls that. Yeah. So it, I, it's, it's hard. It's it's hard. Like Infinity War, for example. Yeah. So Infinity War fits in this. I've watched the shit out of Infinity War. Okay. Right? I've watched it maybe four times. That is... We have very different definitions of watched the shit out of it. And now, And now it's at this point where... If I watch it, it's almost TV movie level of of mm. an experience, and it's just oh, feels, it's on FX. I guess I'll put it on in the background. It feels yeah, it feels yeah. tarnished. And I remember watching in the theaters, just like this huge thing, and and just it just kind of the luster, the polish, mm. the not of the product, but of the experience. Sure, yeah, yeah, the yeah. experience of this thing. I get you. Gets 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 dulled. I, I, I do get that. I kind of got that with Inception. I remember I saw Inception just out of high school 
whenever that came out, 2010, 2011, whatever. Impressionable young time. So impressionable. Um, And it was like right after, not right after, but like a couple years after The Dark Knight. So I was on that Nolan train. Yeah. Um, And then he comes out with Inception. He's like, hey, Chris Robinson, here you go. I got this hot new one for you. Um, it's a good one. I <laughs> it's a good one. It, it was it was actually the last time I hung out with like one of my best friends in high school, just because it was one of those friendships that fizzled out after high school. Yeah. But it was like the summer after high school. Uh, we went to see it in the theaters, and we both saw it, and we were both like, "Holy shit!" And we just sat through the the credits, and we were talking about it. And then like the credits ended, and we were still just talking about it. And there were a couple other people just talking about it because like we didn't feel ready to leave the theater. And then he was like, what are you doing after this? I was like, nothing. I wish I could watch that again. And he's like, let's just not get out of our seats. And we watched it again without like without paying for a new ticket, just sat in the same theater house. Uh, and like nobody kicked us out because <laughs> like I don't think anybody realized that we were just sitting there for a double feature of the same movie because who does that? And we watched it again. And it was like the perfect. I wish I had never seen it again because I watched Why? it. I was confused as hell and then my mind was blown at the end and i was like whoa oh my god and i like half got it and then i watched it again okay. immediately having just seen it and i was like watching for things like i had some theories that we were talking about through the credits of like i think he was dreaming the whole time no i don't think he was i think michael kane was trying to wake him up from his dream blah 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 all this stuff and then i was watching again thinking about all these things and i i felt like i had gotten like a I think I get it. I think it's open to interpretation, but I have my understanding of how that movie was. And it was great. And I didn't see it until much later. It came out in like Blu-ray or whatever. I had it on Blu-ray. And I watched it again. I was like, ah, yeah, that that good old movie. And then like <laughs> every time movie. I watched it, I'm like, oh, yeah, here's the part with the train. Oh, yeah, Mall. And she, oh, yeah, the train's coming. You don't know where it's going to take you. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, that and that's Inception. And it's like a TV movie for me now. But if I had just seen it those two times, it like it like blew my mind. I had never had a movie going experience like that before. But okay. Inception is like a thriller mystery. You don't know what's going on. Things are revealed to you at the end. Endgame is is just well, like popcorn. It's like a blockbuster. You could throw that on whatever and have a grand old time. Well, no, don't forget. I wanted to end game on a blackout. Yeah, that's true. Don't forget. So for me, it was it was a story. Yeah. It was a tale. It yeah. was the experience of that story being You're told. You were the only person out of the seven billion people who watched that movie who thought that Tony Stark was about to die in outer space. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, oh shit, man, he's dead. We're like 10 minutes into the movie. <laughs> yeah, like, I can't believe they're going to do it so early. Like, so you have to realize that experience I had of, of blacking out to it. And sh- you know, shout out to Timmy for uh, giving me that advice of, of blacking out for important movies. Um, Which I'm so glad you're doing. <laughs> it's just so fun I, I don't know why you don't do it i'm addicted i'm a i'm a goddamn idiot <laughs> so inception to me wasn't confusing in the sense of the concept of it i understood the movie mm-hmm. the I, the only thing i was confused about at the end was like the, the when it wobbles oh yeah that's the one i was just like <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was fine until then and then yeah. i was just like wah, wah. um that was the big one yeah the movie that took me a moment where I had to sit there. There were two, and they were both Christopher Nolan. One was Interstellar, mm-hmm. and the other was Tenet. Wow. I still haven't seen Tenet. And you, you haven't? Nope. Oh. So no spoilers. You should watch Tenet. Yeah. And I'm going to put that down. Okay. Because. Th- oh, man. When you write it down, that means I have to watch it. Like Midnight Gospel. That's been there for months. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> um, 
but like those are the two movies that I watched where when the movie was done, I sa- I sat there and I just thought, okay, let me break this. Let down. me break this down <laughs> about what happened. Yeah, Tenet was surprisingly not that difficult by the end. Yeah, but in the middle of it, especially the beginning. It's just wait, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. I'm so confused. I don't, I don't, I don't follow it. And then by the end, by the end, it's just oh yeah, that makes sense. That's that's why this is happening. That's how this works. So that's okay. Interstellar was kind of a part of me was being the scientific side of. I don't think that's how black holes work. <laughs> like, I don't think that's how the event horizon works. I no. don't think that's how the black holes work. I don't think that's what, why are we going through time now? What yeah. is happening? Wait, what? What, uh, what is this? That is definitely That interstellar takes a lot of suspension of disbelief to really like, but they did try to be as true to the science as they possibly could while still being able to tell that story. I, I want to watch interstellar again. Oh yeah, Interstellar is really, really good. It's also Interstellar. Interstellar is one of those movies that is just, and I, this is a this is a, such a a cheesy phrase, but it is hauntingly beautiful in scenes. Interstellar, yeah, yeah, like it's just the way it's shot, the colors used, yeah. like just all of it is just it's it's very very, it's not pretty, but it's this weird. It's, oh. It's like beautiful in the sense of how it's beautiful that you know that this is going to end. Yeah. And like you, the you black ap- hole is you can horrifying. Ap- yes. But is just like a marvel to look at. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. like the water planet. Uh, I forget what they call it. It's like e- even Smith's even just even just the shots of of like in space of them just floating around. It's just yeah. it just it looks um yeah. Yeah. Um there's another YouTube video that I want to shout out okay. uh, which is called that scene in a Christopher Nolan film when you give up trying to figure out what's going on <laughs> or when you give up trying to figure out what's going on and it's just like the there's a dream sequence and we need to go deeper well why can't we go deeper because the flux capacitor doesn't go to blah 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 and this guy Michael Stipe who's part of the CIA and blah 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 well he's not really part of the CIA he defected to the dream b- boutique or whatever <laughs> And it like just keeps going and getting deeper and deeper. <laughs> no, Inception. When you understand the movie Inception, like the yeah. like the concepts of what they're talking about, it, it to me it enriches the movie. It definitely because does. all of the individual characters, yeah, is then are, are then enhanced. It's so much cooler when you know why Tom Hardy had to be cho- chosen. Exactly. When you exactly. know why. I like, think of the Tom Hardy character because it's that movie goes at a breakneck pace. Like I watched it a couple weeks ago. Did you see Tenet? I watched it a couple weeks ago, and that's when I, it cemented it as like, okay, Inception is over being special in my mind. <laughs> it's still it still was that, but now it's not like mind blowing when I watch it anymore. It's like, oh yeah, here's the scene that I know by heart, and I know every line in this scene now, and. Uh, the part where Joseph Gordon-Levitt's leaning back in his chair and Tom Hardy like kicks in, he's like, "This is the kick, darling." Uh, blah blah blah, yeah. uh, and like all these things. But um, there's so many things that really do need to be explained for that movie to work. That there's so much exposition dump, and it's like, here's Tom Hardy's character's entire backstory, but you need to know all of that to understand like the choices he makes later in the movie and why yeah. he's important and why he needs to be there. Ugh. Yeah, dude, the, the, I think, and it was funny because when I first saw it, the scene that I almost didn't, that I, I almost lost me in, in the confusion, 
but then when I got it, I loved it. Mm. Is the scene when they're in the mountain. Yeah. When they're in the final stage of what they need to do. Mm-hmm. And you're seeing the apex of all the moments coming together. Yep. The stars are aligning. And you're yeah. seeing how he just needs to open up the case. Yep. You know what I mean? Like he needs to open up the the, the vault. And yeah. It's just... And the music is swelling. And it's just like... Which, you know, like the, the Hans Zimmer trick that he did with that song, right? The the inception boin, boin, is the <laughs> the boin, boin, uh is the uh, je ne regrette rien or whatever. Je ne regrette, uh, yeah, yeah. It's Edith Piaf. Yeah, yeah Edith Piaf. You yeah. know the song, like that song that plays. It's the song that they put in their heads when they're like, "Hey, the yes. kick is coming." It's the it's uh it's like an orchestra going. Bum, 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 yeah, bum. they slow it down. Slowed yeah. down yeah. goes. Boin, boin. Yeah. <laughs> And that's like, that's why you hear it. He like puts the Edith Piaf in and then in the dream, you hear blah, blah. And then Hans Zimmer uses the blah, blah to like make an actual score out of the blah, blah. It's really, really clever. And a lot of people made fun of the blah, blah because every movie trailer used it after Inception. I, I really hated how that song got used for everything. Yeah. It was in like car commercials. Yeah. After. And it was just, it was so, it, it just got beaten to death. And yeah, it's exactly. a good song and she has yeah. a great collection. Like she's, she has a huge discography of, of yeah. top hits, but it's just ugh, find another song. Like, yeah, exactly. It's just, it's just everybody like trying to hook on to, to the, that train. And it was just so annoying. It was just, ugh. yeah, exactly. Ugh. It, it, yeah. But anyway. So will you watch that? I know I know you're not going to watch Midnight Gospel, but will you watch Tenet? I think I will eventually make my way through Midnight Gospel. I want to watch Tenet. I actively want to watch it. I just haven't gotten around to it. <laughs> but one of these days I will. Are you the type of person yeah. that you will watch, like, for example, Tenet at home, um, and you will pause it to try to figure something out? Or do no. you just let it ride? Let it ride. Yeah, let it ride. And then the second the credits run, I pull up the like the ask the movie thread on Reddit of like Tenet posts discussion or whatever. And it's okay. like, oh, oh that's that's what that scene meant and stuff like that. I, I re- it feels kind of lame, but I really do get a lot a lot more enjoyment out of movies and TV shows by like theories and like people breaking it down and other people's interpretations of it. Guess who's in Tenet? Uh, Michael Caine. It's a hockey player that we speak a lot of. Or we mention Sean people. Avery. Yep. Really? Sean Avery's in the movie. <laughs> That's incredible. Yep. That's cool. As like an actor, actor. Yeah. Or he appears as Sean Avery. No, no, he's an actor. That's a, that's crazy. Exactly. I had no yeah. idea. Cool. Yeah. He's uh. Well, he, now I'll watch it. Yeah, he's a, he has a speaking role in it. I don't know how often we've talked about Shannon Avery on the show, but basically he's like hockey's biggest asshole of all time, and yeah. I love him. <laughs> he's uh. He's also in what is it? Twenty two miles or 20, 21 miles? The the Mark Wahlberg movie. Yeah, sure. He's actually not that. He's not a. He's not bad as that's, an actor. That's really interesting. Cool. He, I'll watch it. He he hasn't done anything massive, of course, yeah. but he plays his role well. Like he looks. Like a military guy, he's Convincing. not. Yeah, that's but he looks like a militaristic guy, and and he he plays that role pretty well. Yeah, like a hard ass military guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
and it's always cool to see him because i'm like hey good for you sean yeah good for you it kind of reminds me and we're we're getting a little over time but uh letter kenny that canadian show that yeah. i like that also has a lot to do with hockey that <laughs> it, the it char- is about hockey so yeah the, the main character in it is in the godzilla movie like 2014 yep uh when they're doing like the halo jump with the red smoke coming out of their ankles he's the guy who like lays out the plane is like okay we're gonna jump in yep. from thirty thousand feet and it's like you yep. could hear the canadian accent it's like yep. oh my god that's the dude from letter kenny yep. and i was like his biggest role is letter kenny and then that one scene in godzilla <laughs> yeah he does it well like it it's so cool seeing seeing stuff like that yeah exactly you know what i mean it's because it's not the same as seeing a huge name actor always killing it yeah you know what i mean yeah um i want to look into it and obviously not now because we're like you said we're hitting our time mark i feel like for a period of time leonardo dicaprio was off the radar Okay, and then out of, and then I think he started with Scorsese, and he was dabbling back in, in into the picture. Yeah, and then it became every what I think every year, every two years, it was just banger, 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 yeah. banger, Oscar banger. snub, Oscar snub, yeah, Oscar snub, big name, huge movie, <laughs> amazing movie, holy shit, movie, big movie, yeah, Leo again, Leo's gonna have to win, holy yeah. shit, he yeah, lost, yeah, yeah. Leo again, like consecutively <laughs> yeah like non-stop up until most recently right which i don't even know the last movie that he did was uh once upon a time in hollywood oh yeah yeah they for example so he's been he's been chugging at it for a long time yeah and it went from oh yeah he, he was that kid yeah you know he was that What's kid eating gilbert grape and then titanic and, and then, then and then, then he was it was kind of a wall yeah it was quiet oh wasn't he <laughs> like boner or something from growing pains Remember the TV show Growing Pains? Was he? He was the next door neighbor, and I'm pretty sure his name was Boner. (laughs) But regardless, he was. It was quiet movie wise. Yeah. And then it started off with like the Aviator, I think. Uh, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Catch me if you can. Catch me if you can. Yeah. Like these little ones, and then all of a sudden, it just that ball just started. Scorsese. He met Scorsese. I I think that's what it was. Gangs of New York, and yeah. Yep. There. Yes, that's what it was. I think it was. Was it Gangs of New York after all that? Yeah, probably. Yeah, we could look through IMDb. But but do you, you know what I'm saying, right? Like the Leo fever was kind of there for like, <laughs> oh my Leo god, he's, fever. <laughs> he's so cute in Titanic. And then he just fell off the, the movie map. Yeah. And then out of nowhere, it was just like hit after hit after hit after hit after yeah. hit after hit. And now it's just like, if he's in a movie, it's just, that's got to be a goddamn good movie. Uh, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? It's almost yeah. like the Tom Hardy effect where Tom Hardy was, was nemesis in Star Trek. Really? I don't know if you know that. No, I didn't. If you want to see a super skinny... <laughs> tom hardy oh yeah that's so interesting yes and it's he does a great fucking job that's interesting he does such i mean yeah he's great but to see to see him in a star trek set wearing this like space costume talking (laughs) about space shit but doing it tom hardy way but he's super super skinny interesting because his character has to be super yeah before uh, he started doing wrestling and mma movies yeah and and then you see him as bane yeah um (laughs) but my god it's just yeah, dude. And Tom Hardy is kind of similar, right? And then it's just hit after hit after hit after hit after hit. And it's just, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit. Yeah. And now it's a it's a Tom Hardy movie. It's got to be good. Except yeah, for maybe like Venom. Where Venom. Like, <laughs> just this has to be a funny movie. Yeah. Or, um, but yeah, th- I, I don't know what it was about both of their careers. I don't know the spark that got them into that. Maybe yeah. it was Scorsese for Leo. I think so. Because I feel like that Departed came out then as, I don't know when. Oh, I think Departed was before Gangs of New York. Yeah, yeah. No, I think Departed was after Gangs of New York. Interesting, interesting, interesting. I think Gangs of New York. (laughs) 
because uh what's your name was in gangs in new york um cameron diaz really wasn't she in gangs in new york maybe i haven't seen that in years pretty but. sure she, i think it's cameron no i'm thinking of the uh the magician movie i think <laughs> it's um i have no idea it's not nicole kidman i forget who I want to look at okay, we're, we're gonna call it. We're gonna call it. Cause I wanna now I'm super fucking curious about this shit. Now we're just hanging out. Now we're just hanging out, everybody. I mean, right. we don't do that ever. Um yep. okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>